In this season of Modcast, we're getting up close. Really close. We'll put humanity under the microscope and look at how things within us, on us and around us influence our personal and shared experiences. We'll consider what drives our responses to touch, to humour, relationships and our environment and look at how our connections with machines will augment and enhance our lives into the future. Get ready to go deep as we bring you Modcast Season 4, Up Close. When you think about robots and artificial intelligence, I bet some pretty good sci-fi movies come to mind. The idea of robots existing with human intelligence always seems kind of futuristic, but in actual fact, AI is integrated into most of our everyday lives already. The introduction of artificial intelligence has been gradual and steady. If you had said 30 years ago that in the year 2020, we would all be walking around with handheld devices that recognise our face and our voice, it would have sounded as plausible as flying cars. In this episode, we're going to take a closer look at relationships between us and machines, how we interact with artificial intelligence in our daily lives, and how humans and machines might work together in the future. I'm Elise Graham. Join me as we get up close with us and machines. Thinking about robots, do you tend to think of them as having human qualities? Or do you think of them more as a mechanical algorithm? Throughout history, people have depicted robots and AI to take on a human-like character with the potential to take over our lives. Funnily enough, we have created these augmented personalities and minds, but they exist to assist us through life, from basic-level digital assistants like the well-known Siri to driverless vehicles. Whilst these technologies might not look like humans, their brains of mechanical algorithms are incredibly clever. Algorithms are getting extremely complex for a number of reasons. Algorithms are actually also interfacing with other algorithms. And there's been a lot of talk about machine learning. Artificial intelligence can create rules in order to create new rules mm -hmm. is actually quite a breakthrough. Uh, or, from a social scientific point of view, it raises a lot more ethical questions and concerns that we need to think about. That's Dr. Eric Sue. He is a sociology lecturer at the Justice and Society Academic Unit at the University of South Australia. He says not only do we need to think about what we are doing to machines, but also about what they are doing to us. Some people have looked at how we can no longer think of algorithms like other forms of technology, because we also need to think of algorithms themselves as a type of independent actor in some respects. So another way of thinking about it is we create algorithms, but algorithms also have an impact upon us. They kind of also create us a little bit. So we need to take a sort of a co-evolutionary approach. Eric says from a social sciences perspective, we need to be asking some clear questions about the impact of AI and where it fits into our society. Some of those right questions, I think, involve things like how does this relate to things like democracy? How does this relate to not just the future, but the here and now? Is this something of in the future or is it something that we can see in the present moment? And I think instead of just seeing AI and the robotics revolution as being this thing that's 20 years away, it is having an impact now, but maybe in ways where, in which we're not entirely attuned to. 
we as humans have the power to design and model these technologies to coexist and create better versions of humanity. But how do we teach an algorithm? Machine learning means teaching computers to perform some task by example, by giving it lots of examples to learn from. So when we're talking about AI, generally we're talking about machine learning these days. That's Jamie Scherer. He's a technical director from the Adelaide Institute of Machine Learning. He says that while some people like to speculate that AI could take over humanity, that's nowhere near where things are at right now. People get a lot of their ideas of what AI is from movies and science fiction books and so on. And so, you know, if they knew the state of play, they'd probably be a little disappointed right now. We're not um, building the Terminator <laughs> and we're kind of nowhere near that technology yet with the singularity and, and so on. There's a good saying that whatever a person can do in under a second, mentally, computers are starting to become competitive or beat human performance. But that more general thinking and reasoning and combining lots of different information and memories and all that to make decisions and the way that we do, we're still quite immature on that in machine learning. Jamie says while a move towards AI can feel overwhelming, it is a step in human progress similar to upheavals that we have experienced before. You could think of it as the next industrial revolution, the AI revolution. You know, if you think about the industrial revolution where people were using manual labour to perform tasks, then machines came in and replaced that. Now we're talking about intellectual tasks that people do, having computers come in and replacing that. And at the moment, we don't have some general electronic brain that you plug in and it can do anything. It's more what we call narrow AI that you'd carefully design a machine learning algorithm to perform one task. One of those tasks that most of us have already probably interacted with is chatbots, which Jamie says are quite specialised at the moment, but could be developed to provide more valuable social interactions. A lot of the daily use chatbots are goal-oriented. They have a narrow field of understanding about whatever products or services the website's offering and it can just answer questions about that and if you ask it about what career should I choose it won't have an answer it'll just say you know these are the services we have so they're kind of in a way scripted or they have trees of possibilities and they're trying to keep you on that yes no path down the script tree but these open conversation chatbots they could potentially talk about anything but then maybe not so good at those uh, specialised decision trees, then the idea is to also be able to maybe give it some personality as well and make it more emotive. We're using a method at the moment that encapsulates all that stuff and I've had a bit of a chat to it for a while and I've found it quite interesting. While Jamie's interaction was positive, there have been some examples of chatbots being influenced by users to become not so innocent. There was a famous case where Microsoft had an adaptive chatbot that would adapt to the conversation it was exposed to and some people got online and purposely made it racist and things like that. This one is not adaptive in that sense. It's only adaptive within the conversation in that it's looking at what you've written and what it's written in the past and then working out what to say next. So the influence it has is large amounts of training data that is lots of conversations that have been transcribed, although online conversations. So it's only going to 
be abusive within the context of that data set. So if that data set contains offensive things, then it will be <laughs> offensive. Of course, you can be accidentally offensive as well. So I guess that is a bit of a risk of it that we could get some complaints that it offended somebody. We can filter out swear words and things like that. But at the end of the day, if it says something really bad to you, well, it is an art exhibition. So if you're offended and shocked, then maybe that's appropriate. Beyond experimental AI developed for art installations, Jamie says that he sees a future that builds on human and machine relationships. And something I'm interested in is the idea of giving machine learning theory of mind, that is modelling the human's mind within the algorithm. So it's trying to learn about the person and maybe their emotional state and things like that, and then use that in further interaction. And I think that'll be important for human-computer interaction going forward so that people want to spend more time talking to their computer. Thank you for joining us here at Modcast for episode three of our fourth series, Up Close. We can't wait to talk to you next time in episode four, Us In Place. Us and Machines is one of four episodes in Modcast Season 4, Up Close. This episode was produced by Elise Graham. Our series senior producer is Sarah Martin from Radio Adelaide Podcast Works. Thanks to Dr Eric Sue and Jamie Scherer for their insights in this episode. Thanks also to Diana Newchurch, Lisa Bailey, Claudia Vonderborch and Natalie Kafora for additional series support and resources. Our theme music for this series is Hedda Gabler by Belinda Jellett, played by Zephyr Quartet. Modcast Season 4, Up Close, is presented by MOD at University of South Australia and is linked to an online exhibition which you can find at mod.org.au.